0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Multi Multi, a podcast discussing the multitude of multi-state ministry. My name is EJ Swanson, and I'm joined by three of my great friends: Mr. Joe Crab, hey there EJ, Miss Kim Schuler, hello, and Mr. Trevor Callis, without a mic, our amazing audio and technical guru. And today sure we have a sound good. He, yeah. he does, and uh, he has a beautiful voice too. If
1: we actually had him on here, it'd <laughs> he be does really lead good. worship for us as well. Maybe. We haven't actually ever shared that about Trevor. That's that's really. That's true. We should do a we should do a segment like Trevor Trivia. <laughs> Have, Have we had, had him on with the microphone? Trevor did one that episode one, yeah. with us. He did yeah. a retreat episode with us. So I of our four part retreat series, Trevor, which is great because Trevor has such a huge role in retreats and he served as a small group leader and everything, and um, he just helps us make who we are. And I know we're about to introduce our guest, right? Which is, is who we really want to talk about, even though we love Trevor. Yeah, but I, 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 we didn't talk about this before recording, but we are we need to. This is our first official episode. So recording since we are now a part of the Youth Ministry Podcast Network. You're Woo-hoo! right. Yes, so. super stoked on that. A bunch of great other podcasts
0: that are in that, and um, really thankful for what that means. Um, not only for um, each of you who have been posting and commenting and help us grow um, what we're doing to help grow the kingdom, but also the opportunity just to be with other like minded podcasters who are impacting the world for Christ, specifically with middle school and middle schoolers and high schoolers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what I love is that it's five distinct podcasts with five distinct focuses, but all with the same heart to equip and encourage and empower those who are are looking to share and show the gospel to this generation to see lives changed by Jesus. And so, uh, check them out. Youth Ministry PN is all the uh, all the handles on Twitter, Instagram, everything. Control Chaos, Fringe, Why We Stayed, Youth Ministry United, and of course, Multi Multi makes up our family. But we have uh, we have another. Uh, Let's get let's get to our guest here. No, yeah. I don't want to keep him waiting. No, so. that's
0: great. Yeah. Today, um, a very special guest, uh, Mr. Vince Parker um, from Life Church out in Oklahoma. And I shouldn't say Oklahoma because you guys, Vince, are all across the board. Welcome to Multi. We're so thankful to have you, man.
2: Well, thank you guys for having me. It's an honor to be on this podcast, man. I just, I love it. And so I'm excited. So... Let's dive right in.
0: Amen. You know, Vince and I connected last year. Both of us had the privilege of speaking at the Orange Conference down in Atlanta. And um, a mutual friend of ours, Vince, I think she's actually probably your boss. Is that true? Uh, Allie Evans
2: Yes, the amazing Allie Evans Amen. is my boss. And if so, you yes, don't,
0: if you don't know Allie, Allie um, does a whole bunch of stuff next gen wise at Life Church, and um, is is what I would say. And Vince, I'm sure you would agree, probably one of the foremost um, experts um, within next gen kids and student ministry across the nation. And beyond that, the thing that I love so much about Allie is that it, she's also a female leader in that role, and that's a huge passion of Joe Kim in ours. I'm just really seeing great female leaders. And I know she's led you so well.
2: She has. She's amazing. Uh, I've had a chance to work with her directly as my boss for about almost two years now. And uh, But I've known her for about 12 years. And she's truly one of the most amazing, humble, driven leaders that I know. And all the things that you said about her are, man, true. She's Amen. just amazing out there. Winning stuff and changing life for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, Vince, um, I know that uh, your role at a uh, life church across all of the campuses is is student ministry. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of what your role looks like there? What even maybe what your title is and um, how that fleshes out maybe day to day what you're working on, how you're helping at your campuses.
2: Sure thing. Uh, so, like you said, I work at Life Church, and currently, right now. We have 33 different locations in 10 different states. And so what I do is my title is I'm the central ministry leader of SWITCH. So I oversee our youth ministry program, which is 6th through 12th grade. Uh, Our services, we have a Wednesday night service uh, that takes place from 630 to 830 uh, every Wednesday night. And I have the honor and privilege of leading that and equipping our youth pastors and helping them lead the leaders and the students that attend their locations each and every week. Now, as far as what that looks like from day to day, oh, it varies greatly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So some days it's meetings and some days it's meeting with youth pastors. And so some days I'm a year ahead or two years ahead of where everyone else is thinking, where our youth pastors are working on Wednesday nights. And so it just varies from day to day.
1: Now, with a, a ministry of that scale, I can only imagine uh, just the, the logistics, the, the philosophy, um, everything from leaders training to, to teaching and everything. So uh, 10 states, 33 locations. What makes switch switch? You know, what are some of those things that you guys are aligned in, some of the high values that you have, and and from, I'm sure, a philosophical standpoint, but even a tangible standpoint? I'm a student in one of those 10 states, and I'm going to to your guys' gathering. What am I expecting? What am I experiencing?
2: Well, I'll just try to start with our mission. It's to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ, similar to our mission as a church, to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And kind of things that we get behind is that we say that We are storytellers. We all have a story to tell how God has impacted us and done things inside of our lives, that we are light seekers, that God is the light and that we seek after him and that we are tribe dwellers, that we were designed to do life together Hmm. and community. And so those are kind of like our behind the scenes mantras that you'll either see on T-shirts, on screen and kind of the things that uh, as a student, if you were to go and ask the student, that's been coming to Switch for a while, they would tell you those things. And our amazing creative team helped come up with those a couple of years ago. And so we've been uh, marching to that drum.
1: I love that. I love those, Those just those statements that students can rally around and really find identity in. Uh, so do you guys do video teaching or live teaching across those, those campuses, across those experiences for students?
2: So we have a combination of the both. And so, I'll give you an example. For this upcoming semester, uh, we will start off on August, and we will have fifteen weeks of content. So, three of those weeks are what I call our creative me- media team choice. It might be an at the movies type message, which is a combination of showing movie with preaching and using biblical truths to pull out the context that you see inside of movies. Uh, you might have a couple of vlog type specials where you follow the day in life and they use that to pre-roll out biblical teaching or maybe your typical youtube style message with a lot of creative cuts and there will be like i said three to four of those then we will have uh, 12 messages by our youth pastors half of those will be pre-shot okay where the youth pastor will speak to a live studio audience and we'll record it that way and then the other half our youth pastors will do live right there in front of their students
1: Okay. And, and for those ones who are recorded, it's you guys just kind of rotate through who's doing what and everything or like, yeah.
2: Yes. So it kind of based on the season of where the youth pastor's at, where their ministry's at. So sometimes you'll have a, a youth pastor, let's say, that's killing it, doing great, doing awesome at their location. Everything's running really well. And then they move, let's say, to uh, Texas to a new location we're going to launch and. Now they're launching a brand new location of switch. And so the margin of launching a whole new church, a whole new location, they would not necessarily have the margin to write the message to come up there to record the message. And so we'll have someone else uh, come up and do that. So the rotations kind of work similar to that because we want to make sure that not only do we give people the right opportunities and set them up for success, but they have the ability to lead well at their campus.
0: That's good.
1: Yeah, and I loved it that 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 strategy of uh, both and you know we here at Woodside do live teaching in all of our student ministry environments, and uh, just recently even just been contemplating having a conversation of what does a a video teaching look like and as you're looking to engage the current generation that uh, we've been blessed to minister to and uh, I I, I love that it sounds like you guys have a great Mix that allows those students to both feel contextually like this ministry is theirs uh, and this is their home wherever it might be across those ten states, as well as a part of Life Church at large. Uh, that they are a part of this larger movement of what God is doing in and through that that body of Christ. There, uh, I, had, I had one more one more question um, before. I'm sure I'll throw it over to Kim. But one of the things that always pops up on these uh, youth pastor Facebook groups uh, and even some of the multi-site ones that are just starting to uh, to emerge is social media, and I just I've, I've been looking at your guys' Instagram and just floored because I love the look, I love the feel, and it looks like you guys have. I, I I see the one account, the the Life Church Switch account. So, do you guys just have that one student ministry account uh, for all of Switch? Um, if so, why do you guys just go with one account? Or do you guys have one account that kind of like, hey, this is Switch at large, and then contextualize it with individual campus accounts on uh, on other platforms or even on Instagram? So.
2: Yeah, sure. So, uh, man, social media is huge, as you know. The yeah. amount of time that teens are spending on their phones and social media. Uh, at the end of the day, we have one social media account, uh, LC Switch, that we point and drive everyone to. Uh, what that does is allows us to drive consistency in the message that we're sending out. Uh, it makes kids feel like they're a part of something special and bigger than themselves. So whether you're in Springfield, Missouri or Wellington, Florida, you know that, hey, man, I'm a part of one church in multiple locations. So whether we use social media to do a Bible reading plan together and then discuss it and stories and ask kids questions about how the plan went together the day or the events we do at our campus locations that correspond with one another, that works well. And for individual locations for each campus, we just ask that our youth pastors, uh, they use their social media pages if they're active on social media to kind of help spread that word. Wow. And then also... there's a campus page, each campus has its own location page. And so we can use that to spread information. So those are the two avenues that are used specifically for the campus and then the big one page.
1: I I love that. I think that's such a, a, an awesome strategy for those who are listening check out LC switch on Instagram and get ready to, to get encouraged uh, and inspired there because everything you guys are doing from your feed to your stories to even uh, the short link stuff that you guys are, are doing I I love it man this is this is really cool I'm getting ready to share this with uh, our team here uh, just uh, as an example of uh, you guys are definitely setting a standard for student ministries and social media so
2: Well, thank you very much, man. We've got an amazing creative team that works really hard and some amazing volunteers uh, that work hard at that. Uh, One of the things we love to do is every Wednesday night when we have a service is we have a campus host that and they kind of go live from their location Mm -hmm. through stories. And so that way you get a feel of what it's like to be at a location and what it's like whether, again, you're in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, or Albany, New York, uh, you kind of get that global feel because, as you know, Uh, We live in a day and age in which everything seems to happen at once, especially because of social media.
3: That's such a beautiful picture. Hey, Vince, as you are working with these youth pastors and student pastors across the country, um, you know, we're talking about how we communicate to students through social media and just communicating what's going on, but also involving them in a greater and bigger picture of just the church holistically. Um, More on the organizational side, how do you communicate with all of these youth pastors? I mean, they're in 10 different states, 33 different campuses. Um, how do you keep up with them, know what's going on, communicate to the entire team? Like, what does that process look like? Do you guys meet regularly uh, once a year all together, like physically, or is it all just through uh, video chat? How does that look as a team?
2: Yeah, uh, I'll kind of incompose everything you just said. We call that span of care. How do we care? for our youth pastors. Uh, as you know, ministry is not an easy job no matter where you sit, whether it's single site, multi-site, you're a campus pastor, lead pastor, youth pastor, and obviously some roles have more weight than other, but as a youth pastor, the way we provide spending care is one, we have what we call area leaders. Now, area leaders are over enroll people who help facilitate from a dotted line standpoint, a group of five to six other uh, youth pastors. So, for example, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have seven locations and we have an area leader there that's over seven locations. And so he kind of helps provide that direct in the ground, in moment, real time things that are going on. We also have what we have a monthly youth pastor call. So every month using video technology, uh, we hop on a call where I do my best to be the chief reminding officer of the direction of where we're going, what God's doing inside of us. Uh, to pastor them from that standpoint. I also call my youth pastors. I can't give you a specific timeline. So about every 30 days, somewhere in that timeframe, I'm having one-on-one conversations uh, with them. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, obviously there's the care that they get from their campus pastors, who's their direct leader. And so those are some of the things we do. And then Uh, about every other week we send out what we call a chief reminding officer uh, email and that just lists about four to five different areas of either policies we want to make sure that people stay on top of uh, scripture that we want them to uh, make sure they're engaging in uh, just whatever things you could think of when it actually comes to caring for someone so people need to be informed they need to know that they're loved and cared about they need to know that Hey, maybe I missed the meeting. What information do I need to know? And so that chief reminding officer also kind of acts as a push on the flywheel towards all those things.
0: I I That's love just great. that that language, even chief reminding officer mm-hmm. or you know well, chief reminding email care, span too. Of care. Yeah, just the what a great framework and philosophy. And yeah. it sounds
3: intentional too.
0: Very much so, Vince. Very. I I know that um, so many of us um, within ministry holistically, I'll just even say the church world take. care. Cues um, from Life Church, whether that's um, technology-based or um, stuff within you version or streaming um, curriculum, all those type of things. Which I love that um, you and your church are so generous with all those things. As as you guys have been um, so so generous and forward thinking in that, what are the things right now, Vince, that as you guys are looking into this next season of ministry that you feel like um, life church and student ministry, you guys need to be working on? What are some of the things that, um, you know, behind the scenes, again, with all integrity in that, um, you know, just saying like, we really have to go after these things or firm these things up. What are you guys thinking about that maybe all of us need to be thinking about within that?
2: Yeah, sure. I can tell you kind of where my head's at, where I've been leading my youth pastors at. And it it might seem simple, but I believe as I explain it out, just ask questions if it seems complicated. But it's about relationships. I I tell my youth pastors all the time that we're a relationship based ministry. Uh, We don't create systems and processes to move people like cattle, but we create systems and processes to better love people. And so. Oftentimes, uh, when I have conversations with people, I'll hear about a system or a process or something they're thinking about doing. And they'll be like, hey, I want to throw a party and order a bunch of Chick-fil-A. And then a bunch of students will come in and then their lives will be forever changed. And I say, hey.
1: (laughs) Chick-fil-A has a way of doing that. Yes, it does. (laughs) Holy chicken.
2: It it does. And so I'll ask them ask them the question, uh, when's the last time you threw a party? And what was the results? Not the night of but two weeks later.
0: Okay. And most of the
2: response I get is, well, we're kind of at the exact same spot. So I have to ask myself the question or ask them the question, how are you actually loving people the night they show up? What systems, what steps, what things are you doing? Because at the end of the day, no matter what service, no matter what youth ministry at, what church you go to, on my phone, I can recreate without leaving my living room, my couch, my bed, a youth service. If you play music, I can go find my favorite artist, whether that's Travis Scott or Ariana Grande. If you play a message, I can go find Craig Rochelle, Mike Todd, Levi Lesko. Or if I don't even go to church, I can go listen to my favorite YouTuber. Yeah. If I want to see a funny skit or a game, I can just go to Jimmy Fallon or Saturday Night Live. But what I can't get from my phone is genuine, true, authentic relationships.
1: Hmm. It's good.
2: So at the end of the day, the thing we need to be thinking about is how can we genuinely love and care for people and help them take next steps. And for some people, that's showing up the very next week. And for other people, that's maybe getting baptized, serving in their church, or inviting someone to church. And so one of the ways that we play that out is actually having our leaders act more as guides than classroom teachers. Okay. And so one of the way that plays out is if we're all sitting together in a group, instead of me going, what's two plus two? And EJ, you start off with it's four. Well, I go, man, that's good. That's a correct answer. Well, then everyone else that follows will say four because they feel like they might get shamed if they don't say four. But if I say, hey, guys, think about it. What's two plus two? And I say, let's just discuss it amongst ourselves. One thing I'm doing is I'm teaching you that, hey, you can activate that muscle of Engaging with your friends and your peers without me necessarily guiding the conversation. Right. And you do that because tomorrow when you go to school, I won't be there with you. Yeah. I won't be the one going, hey guys, what's two plus two? You'll be the one going, Hey, you know, I watched this message at church last night, and you'll understand how to how to talk about it with your peers and with your coworkers." And so we model that by how we treat our leaders and how we actually care for them, because we believe not only has God entrusted us with the care of the students that show up, but actually the care of the leaders who's entrusted us to pastor, to care for and love. And they're not just simply a means to getting more students, but they're actually people that God has entrusted the power to make a difference in these students' lives. And so I know it seems, it seems simple, but at the end of the day, uh, in some of the conversations I have with people, different churches around the world, They say, How do you get more leaders? I say, You got to care for people. If people think you just want to use them for three hours a week, man, they'll get burnt out really quick.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and they won't buy in long term. Yeah.
2: Right. If you want students, if you say you want students to live out their own faith, then we actually have to teach them how to do that while they're in our church because we all know when they go to high school, when they go to college, I mean, they hear they walk away from the faith. And most of the times I, I relate that to when do they actually get a chance to practice their own faith inside of our church? When they actually get a chance to wrestle with it or do we ask them, hey, did Jesus die on the cross? And the first kid said yes. And the next kid said, well, I'm kind of wrestling with that. And we said, no, it's yes. But when they get out there and they meet a guy who's a Muslim who goes, I don't know if Jesus died on the cross. and The Muslim goes, well, I necessarily don't believe that. But if you want to talk about it, I'll listen. And they go, hey, there's someone who will actually listen to me and build a relationship with me. So the big thing for us right now is making sure that we're engaging and teaching our leaders how to lead students well. But to make sure that we are providing that great span of care to our leaders and make sure they feel loved and cared for. Um, relationships are the key right now. There's a lot of things you can get on your on your phone, on your yeah. smart device. What, Vince- like key genuine relationships are one thing that you you find harder and harder to get every day.
0: Yeah. And and I think I, I hear you saying that um, there's an overemphasis for you guys right now in the in-person versus um, the online platform relationship. Is that true? Is I wouldn't say and- there's an,
2: and uh, yeah, I would say both. And uh, so at the time of this, uh, our creative team is ramping up really hard to, On our YouTube channel to put some new original YouTube content out there, not just the messages that we uh, record or shoot for on a Wednesday night, but actually to use that to point kids and answer some harder questions that they might be asking. As we know, everyone uses Google and YouTube as a search engine. Like, how do I ask a girl out? We used to ask your dad or your (laughs) grandfather, Uh but now you're like, you go to YouTube and go, how do I ask a girl out? Right, right. And so, yes, we are putting a lot of energy and effort into that. And we think that's the space that kids are at. And we feel that it's Mm. God's called us to go do our best to be in that space and do that very well. But we also feel like God has said, here's the deal. Now they're in that space and now they're walking through the doors of your church or they've reached out through you. How are you caring for them that they feel like they're not just a number or you just want more kids here or you're giving them a Chick-fil-A sandwich because they showed up, but you genuinely care for who they are, no matter where their circumstances at, no matter where they've been in life that you in the context, we believe people grow in the context of trusted relationships. Mm -hmm. And so it's for us, it's a both and and so just diving in real hard with that.
0: Yeah, I love that, you know, even Chick-fil-A, one of the things they say is that it's deliciously different. And within that, um, you know, that means something to them. And I love how intentional you guys are being about being different within those relationships. I love hearing that that's working right now. And it also
3: sounds like what you do on, on like your website on social on anything that they interact with there as well as event wise retreat like anything in person you base it off of relationship like you build it and frame it off of that not vice versa right like you're saying it's not about having chick-fil-a it's not about having these things there it's like all right, no, this is our goal of what we want to see students and what we want them to know as they leave high school, as they come to this event. So how are we going to get there? And then you kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? You backtrack or you I,
0: I think they reinvent. use the word guide. Like you're yes. guiding them to yeah. that. Yeah.
3: So I think that's just beautiful. So I appreciate you articulating that and how you do that well.
0: Vince, um, you know, there's always things that we're striving to do do. And one of the things I'm sure at Life Church I know we talk about here at Woodside and we're always trying to get better at is what are the things that we're no longer going to do? What's something maybe that you guys were real like just real excited about over the last uh, few years or even last few months that you've kind of said, Hey, I, I think we're moving away from this a little bit. We're going to put this on the shelf for this season and um, we're going to kind of run a different play. Is there something like that that comes to mind that maybe you guys are signaling a lane change on?
2: Um, it's kind of a subtle change for us, but we're not doing a lot of big parties anymore.
0: Okay. again, and to I mean go that, into that, that relational like,
2: a bit, a big advertised party. And what we're seeing traction on is let's say we throw a big party three weeks after we've come back from a summer break.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And so traditionally not everywhere, but what you, what you see is you'll see another big party in a month or something like that. Yep. What I'm telling my youth pastors to do is take elements of that and surprise your students with it. Okay. So instead of saying come to church cause there's Chick-fil-A I'm saying go ahead and have Chick-fil-A. Don't tell anyone because when students show up, they'll feel special. They'll feel like, Mm -hmm. hey, I didn't have to bring a friend to get this. I didn't have to uh, do ABC. I literally just showed up and you just gave me Chick-fil-A. Like literally it's expressing the love of Christ in the same way that we can to say, hey, there's a big party and you don't have to tell anybody, we just did this because you showed up. And that way, you know, when you bring your friends, you never know what to expect. So, what we've discovered is that gives you a more consistent basis of students. So, if I tell you in two months, EJ, show up to my house, we're throwing a big football party. Football season is about to kick off. You're yep. like, man, I'm there. And I'm like, but I need to know, EJ. Every Tuesday we talk about football. So, if you want to show up every Tuesday, talk about football. But the party,
0: yeah, the party is when the Super Bowl is.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's when the party is. But if you show up one Tuesday and you're like oh my goodness, you're giving away $300 bills? Why didn't you tell me in advance? I'm like, man, we just randomly do stuff. You are more likely to show up every Tuesday at my house because you never know what's going to happen and because you just like, you just generally did this because you care and love for me. So whether that's having a DJ, whether it's having Chick-fil-A, whether it's a phone party. Now there's certain things like if you're going to do a color war or something like that, you need to tell people about in advance. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Right, because you want them wearing the right gear. You need parental permissions. But when it comes to things that you want make people to feel special, sometimes it's a good idea to keep those secret and not put that all out there because they're more apt to show up on a regular basis when they realize, oh my goodness, we just got free grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I know that seems weird, but like I've got youth pastors who do some of the craziest, wildest things and they don't tell students about it and they have some of the most consistency because at the end of the day, students never know what they expect and they never want to miss it.
1: Hmm. I love that. Wow. Yeah, I think that's such a that that's such a great approach. Of, I, I think that the the event driven ministry uh, that era is almost kind of coming to to an end because of even what you had said. Like, there's a lot out there for students to do, whether it's out in their community or at their school or even just through their phone. Uh, and so that that relationship aspect that community aspect that they might not be getting anywhere else or just even that that genuine community aspect uh is is really what's going to continue to set us apart in that way and put your effort into that from i love that you guys have you shared that earlier in in putting your effort into that when it comes to the relationships that you're building how you're equipping leaders to build those relationships but now also in fun Take all that energy and effort that you would have uh, put into having that huge event and as opposed to putting all that focus, because the, 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 the tension is you put all your focus into that big event, you still got to do weekly ministry. And so you're already pulling <laughs> your, your attention away from the thing that is actually going to bring those students back uh, week in and week out. And so I love that that switch up and that approach there and um just all your insight and your faithfulness to the lord where he has led you uh how you are uh just looking to equip and empower your team uh to see students lives changed by the gospel and so as we uh, as we get ready to to wrap do you have any any final thoughts for for us for our audience uh as uh, as we end today's episode
2: Man, whether you're serving in student ministry, leading in student ministry, man, I always encourage people: What is God telling you? And go and do that, and pursue it with all your heart. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, man, God loves and cares about your ministry more than you ever will.
1: Hmm. That's good. And
2: so, don't get caught up in what uh, Life Church does, or Elevation does, or any other church does. Because in the, the day, He specifically placed you in the role to do what He's called you. Uh, to do. So run and pursue God with all your heart, stay connected to the divine, and I promise you, you will see God blow up your ministry in a way that you will never expect so
0: amen Mm -hmm. vince you shared a ton of truth um today i know there's some things that um as we've been sitting around our uh, studio here that we've kind of looked back and forth at each other at and said like you know we've behind the scenes shook our head at if um if people want to connect with you either via social media or um just to ask a question what's the best way for them to do that
2: uh, a couple of different ways. One, you can just email me directly at vince.parker at life.church or get a hold of me on Instagram at vincelparker. And just shoot me a DM or a message, man. I'll connect, get back with you as quick as possible. I love connecting, love talking church, Jesus and youth ministry.
0: Amen. I, I'm so thankful for you being here. It's great to have connected with you and um, now to be staying uh, connected with you. Um, Joe Kim, I think we we heard a lot of truth today and I'm so thankful for that.
1: very, very grateful for Vince, thanks so much for your time today and for your insight. We really appreciate it.
0: Amen. Well, um, Vince, it's been great having you. Bless you, man. We'll see you soon. Blessings.
2: Uh, Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. We'll see you later.
0: Hey, podcast, we love you. Uh, God loves you more. We're thankful to be serving alongside of each of you. And if there's anything that we um, have learned here at Woodside, or maybe today you've learned from Vince that we can, um, in some way, shape, or form, help facilitate or help you grow your ministry as you serve students, and we would love to do so. God bless you. Have an awesome day. See you later, podcast.